Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And as we know, the mission of our show is to use all our skills to make a difference, even as one person. Even as one person. Even as one person. Um, Today's show is going to be special because we have some really cool guests. Well, it's going to give us more skills. Right, because, um, you know, so here we are, right? And we've been doing this, what, about five years, right? Yes, we have. Um, We do all the right stuff. But it seems like we dig ourselves further into the hole. <laughs> what do you mean by we do all the right stuff well, and we still keep digging ourselves into a hole? From all <laughs> of the guests that we've the right had, stuff. you know, yeah. um, ways to uh, ways to present, ways to speak, right? Ways to collaborate. But we, unless we have the right energy, mm-hmm. we're never going to get anywhere. Right. And we keep forgetting that it's it's us that can shift the energy. I mean, I've been in a lot of workshops. And so you'll hear a lot of people talking about how um, they can't go into a room because they can feel the bad vibes, the bad energy. But yet they're not really realizing that they're the ones that can shift that energy. So this we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, it was, it's complicated. And um, it's really exciting because, um, like I had mentioned, this is an opportunity for us to finally learn how to stack the deck in our favor. Yeah, I like how you say that. <laughs> right? Because yeah. we need all of the tools and attributes possible to um, be able to compete today. Physical and metaphysical. Right. Very, um, very important. So before we start, how are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Thank you. And uh, yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, little a little toxic in the news these days. Maybe we have to put our blinkers on. Well, and that's what we're going to learn about today is how we can kind of start shifting some of that and how we can protect ourselves. Yep. Okay. So excellent. Um, we have the privilege of meeting 99% of our guests. Mm-hmm. And um, today is no exception. And these guys live on the other side of the planet almost. And um, it's a real honor. And when we met them, I just want to say briefly, there was something unique about them. Mm-hmm. And you can tell after five minutes that, man, these guys really care about what they do. Right. It was very fun to it, meet them. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we needed to have them. They have a very unique background, very unique skills. And I am going to proudly and excitedly introduce our very special guests, Annie and Karsten Senov. I hope I said that right. And these guys are the founders of the energy self-defense concept, which is really cool because we're going to leave here much stronger, believe me. So Annie and Karsten, how are you guys doing? Oh, very well, thank you. And thank you for the kind words. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, we, we're grateful that you're here. Welcome to the show. So, um, you know, 
we usually start by maybe sharing contact information, but basically, briefly first, tell us what exactly the self-defense energy concept is. Well, that's a very good question. And maybe I should um, start and then Annie can um, add in. Um, and, and maybe if if I'm allowed, I could just give a short background to me and to Annie because that will explain where the concept comes from. And I of think course. that's uh, very important. See, I come from the business side. So I've been running companies in the IT and consulting industry, the same industry as you have worked in before <laughs> also. And I've run companies around the world. And I observed a lot of things going on in the business side, but actually also in the private life. And um, Annie observed the same things, but she observed it because she's clairvoyant. So let me just give a short background on what I saw, some of the things I saw. You know when you come out from a meeting, as you said, Eva, that mm-hmm. you're in this workshop and you come out from this. Some people will sense it before they go into the workshop. Some will sense it in the workshop. But I also saw that when people were leaving the room, that some people were standing up sort of taller, stronger, more straight. They were coming out stronger. And other people were sort of bending a little bit forward, um, leaning forward, coming out like they've been run over by something. So it was obvious that some came out from that meeting with more energy and some came out with less energy. And I started observing this and going like, so where's the energy going? It seems like it's going from one person to the other person. And I come from the business side, right? Um, Former elite athlete and running companies and all of this stuff. And today I coach leaders and I help companies transform them. So I have this very business-oriented approach. Now, Annie on the other side, she comes from the clairvoyant, the energy side of things. So she saw what was going on. And we merged these two things together into the energy self-defense concept, where we thought, well, why don't we help people see what's really going on? Those that are interested in this, not everybody else, but those that want to know what's going on, we can teach them what is going on in these meetings, um, in these projects, in these workshops, at work, when two people meet each other. This happens every day at work, but it also happens in private life, when we're with families, with friends, etc. Things happen. Not every time, but during the day, it happens to everybody. I, I get the same exact vibe I got when I heard about, when I met you guys the first time. You know, wait a minute, are you telling me we can understand um, what's going on in the meetings now covertly based on the energy? I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, it is unbelievable. And, and, and really, everyone senses it, right? Yeah. Everyone senses it, but no one ever really says it. So you'll sense that you can feel that either people are angry or people are feeling confrontational. You can feel it. You can feel it from different people coming off of different people, but yet no one really talks about it, and no one really talks about the fact that we can shift it. We always just fixate on the words and meeting styles and all of Mm -hmm. that, but we never fixate on the energy. And I love that the two of you team together to help businesses as well as helping us in our personal life. Because, 
you know, our personal life and our business life isn't separate anymore. We talk about that all the time. You know, so much of our work now is conducted from home, so there isn't a separation like there used to be. Yeah, and that's it's true. so and we are important. on all the time, right? Yep. Yeah, and we're we on, on all the time. With computers, with mobiles, with everything, we're on, on, on. And uh, right, I know you guys have done a lot of um, publications and books and things, and we're going to talk about them in a second. I just want to, just want to play it safe first and just mm-hmm. mention, like, to Annie. I truly believe in you guys in case you get a different vibe mentally. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't. We've met okay. you guys. We love you. Okay. You're very kind. Yeah. I know. It's really cool. So, all right. So tell you us. You always get scared about I get about scared. That. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> tell us about, um, you know, what you guys have, what you guys have produced, developed and how we can get it. Okay. So. We have developed a lot of different things, but what we're talking about today is the energy self-defense concept. So if you go onto the website energyselfdefense.com, you can see that we have developed a book series. So we have the first book we wrote was Energy Self-Defense for Women. Then we wrote Energy Self-Defense for Men. And we wrote Energy Self-Defense for Young Adults. They all came out in April this year. Then we will have another nine books coming out. The next two one that's coming out is energy self-defense for love couples and energy self-defense for businesses. And that's why we're talking today also. We will also have online courses coming out. Incredible. So these books and online courses, well, the books you can get, go to our website and then you can go on to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or wherever and get them from there. Can um, you even, um, share your website? Sure. Energyselfdefense.com. Excellent. Um, Thank you. The books are really cool too, right? They're, well, I carry I, it around like a manual now, like a reference manual. Yeah, yeah. and I I use it as a form of self defense. No, <laughs> um, no, I really I really it's like true. the books because the books are really they're concise, but yet they're full of information. That's what I love about them. So it's easy to read because I think what happens is people get so caught up in thinking that. When it comes to energy, it's very complicated. And yeah. what you guys are showing them and us is that it's really not that complicated. You just have to become very aware of what you're doing. Exactly. You know, I have written more than 25 books uh, and more books are on the way already this year. And, of course, I love to write long books, but I also love to write short books, easy-to-read books. And I'm very concerned about the energy in the books, of course, because, uh, you know, I can see and sense this energy. So that's a reason why we have been very focused on on giving the information that we think people, they need. So they don't need to spend lots of time trying to understand what it's all about. Because if you read a big book, and it takes you several days to get through it, then you will not be able to remember all those tools and mantras and whatever you are going to to learn from reading that book. So that's the reason why we have made it simple. Uh, so so you can actually have it as a habit. You can you can just practice it, uh, do it, uh, yeah, a couple of well, times every day. And when you have done that for a week, it will be a future habit for you. You know, and that's good to know, right? Because um, you guys are putting out a lot of material and it's good to know that you put the material out in the same, with the same respect for the energy, right? So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get war and peace when I get the book. I'm gonna get something exactly what I need, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. 
Um, Karsten, yeah. you mentioned something when you were talking before. You said, I noticed people were leaving the room with different levels of energy. Mm-hmm. And I said, where was that energy going? I mean, that that sounds a little um, complicated, right? I've never heard that mentioned before, right? Like mm-hmm. the energy being a real thing, you know, mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. So I'm, how, where did that come from? I mean, how did you guys start thinking about that stuff? Well, that's a very good question because I was in the, that situation and I saw this and I noticed it and I felt it, but I couldn't put words on it. It was not until I met Annie and she could tell me, well, I can see it, what's happening. And that was like a real eye-opener because then everything started making sense to me. Ah, uh, This is what's happening. And then we've been working with this for like 10, 15 years, and then we decided, okay, now it's time to spread this out to everybody in a simple, easy way so as many people as possible can learn about this so they can benefit from it. Um, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. A very um, unique combination, right? Right. Yeah. And, um, so I used Annie to explain what I saw or what I sort of saw the result of, <laughs> but I needed the reason behind. What was going on behind this the interaction with people. You know, I'm a person who just knows things. I don't know what I know, so I need some questions. And ask, uh, and Carsten, he was very good at asking those questions. <laughs> and he was so curious. And suddenly I understood that uh, I actually have lots of knowledge, um, spiritual knowledge, but also knowledge about what's going on between people, which is actually also a spiritual thing. So so it has been really funny for me to, to get um, yeah, an overview of my own energy and capacity. So it has been really funny. Uh, so every time we have a situation where yeah something is going on, of course, Carsten he he knows what is going on, but but sometimes it can be good to to actually have another explanation that is not you know so earthly and not so human, and um, and that is what I'm very good at giving. Um, and that's also the reason why I have been helping people for many years. I have had uh, clients for I don't know since I was yeah. 27 or something like that. Today, I'm twice as old. So mm-hmm. it has been for many years, you know. And um, the funny thing is that uh, I actually got to know this, or got to understand this energy thing because of a personal situation where I lived together with a man who, um, who uh, he was not at home all the time. And I got a little uh, angry, actually. And finally, one day, I got so angry and mad inside that I thought that, you know, now it's the last time that he's going to bring my energy and attention with him when he's having meetings with people and he's staying away from home. So I actually decided that now I want to get back all my energy. And I did it. And you know what? He came home half an hour later. It was so amazing. And then I did it again, maybe 14 days later. And I understood that, you know, this is a problem I have been dealing with for maybe a lifetime, at least at that point in time, it was lifetime. And, and suddenly the problem was solved for my, uh, you know, for me, because I understood that I could actually you know, make this man come my way in my direction. If Unbelievable. I yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. We're going to take a quick break. Um, And when we come back, we're going to learn more about uh, balancing the energy and how we can uh, use it to our advantage. This has been a great first segment and a lot more to come. Please stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and our very special guests, Annie and Karsten Senov. We'll be right back. 
This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. If this is not happening in your Agile environment, reach out right now. My Agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with Agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say become Agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guests today are Annie and Karsten Senoff. They're the founders of the Energy Self-Defense Concept. And they have a number of books, and they're coming out with an online course. And you can learn more about Annie and Karsten and their great work at EnergySelfDefense.com. So... Right now in this segment, I want to talk about what we've termed or what Charlie's termed the TMC or the tools of mass construction. So we're kind of getting into the actual tools that you guys have come up with to help us watch our energy and to also help us learn how to shift the energy in the room. So when we talk about tools of mass construction, what we're really saying is instead of you know, becoming destructive in what we do, really taking the time to learn that how we can build up our own energy as well as the energy of those around us. Because the way I view it is that we are doing this work, whether we're aware of it or not. We are using our energy, whether we're aware of it or not. And it's so much better to be aware of what we're doing and to make sure that our energy is being used for good and not evil purposes. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the tools that you have. And, of course, I was reading the book for women. Charlie was reading the book for men. And, and in the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about the difference between the two. But when it comes to actually um, watching our energy, where is it? Where's the best place to start? Is it with visualization? Is it with um you kind of have some prayers and mantras. Where's the best place for us to start with that? Well, actually, I think the place, the best place to start is to start to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, so we need to understand what's going on first before we can start applying tools, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like um, when we have to do a development job, then um, we have to think about what's – we have to understand it first before we can apply tools to it. So, so actually, I would say understand what's going on. So an example would be if um, we all have tasks at work and right. some of the task gives us, gives us energy, right? It's like um, we really like them and we're happy about it and it feels great doing the task. And then we have these other tasks that's sort of like um, uh, more painful, let's say like that. It's sort of like they drag along and they hang down. We sort of pick them at the end. It's because they're not so funny to deal with. Right. Because they're simply the one that's sucking us from some of the energy, right? So you can even have energy-sucking projects, just to be mm-hmm. very concrete. So what's happening is that the project that's draining you, 
are the ones that you don't like doing, really. They don't make you grow. You don't have fun with it. It's some things that you should either outsource or get rid of or just accept that hopefully it's just a small part of your day. If it becomes a big part of your day, then you're in a situation where you need to do something. You need to change jobs or you need to get rid of this or you need to talk to your manager about it or something uh, because this will take your energy away and you will go downwards from because of this. Of course, we all have a little bit of that, but we don't want it to be the full calendar. Right. And that's actually what I, I wanted to um, talk about since you brought that up is that we've been in so many organizations lately where it just seems like everyone is feeling the strain, like no one's yeah. really feeling happy about what they're doing. Yeah. And what you just brought up is a really good point is to start looking at what you do on a day-to-day basis to see what's actually draining your energy. Because I think a lot of times, and and maybe you won't agree with this, but I think a lot of times um, we can shift the energy on what we're working on by just by shifting our perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I, I feel like sometimes what happens is, is that everyone kind of gets into this mindset of everything sucks. And, and I really <laughs> yeah. noticed that in a few organizations yeah. that I worked with, if the team that I was working with was a positive team, even if the work was very, very similar, the project was easier and more fun. You're absolutely right. That's getting into a negative spiral, right? It's going mm-hmm. down once. So, but if you have the positive mindset, then you can overcome it at least for a period of time. So, and, so mental thinking is absolutely an attitude here is absolutely something. And that's also when you go into sports, it's the same thing, right? It's like, do you have a winning attitude or losing attitude? I sort of oh, like to yeah, see the half a, full glass or the half empty glass. But you also yeah, need to really love. Yeah, sorry, you also need to love yourself or or care about yourself. If you, if you don't do that, you don't expect that good things go in your direction. So you need to surround yourself with a very positive or loving energy, so that other people they will love or like to be together with you, they mm. will feel attracted to you. So that's um, a, a big part of the energy self defense concept to actually surround yourself with positive energy, because then you will attract positive situations and positive energy. And if there's a positive energy in the room, it's much easier to, yeah, you know, clean the place or, or do all the boring uh, work instead of uh, surrounding yourself with bad energy because it actually, you know, it, 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 it wins over you. It, it will, it will take you uh, and, and take the control of, of both you, your mind and your body. So it's very important that you surround yourself with good energy because then you can attract the right people in your life and the right tasks. And uh, if you don't like to be where you are and you surround yourself with positive energy, then you will be at, you will be able to attract positive solutions or changes that will match your energy much better simply because you care about yourself. You know, I love that you're saying that because I 100% agree with it, and I know it can be difficult at times, but people don't really want to think about the fact that the energy shift starts with them and not with anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And sorry, when you you say that, Carson and Annie, you know, um, especially when you talk about loving yourself, do you find that you get a lot of pushback from people when you bring that up, or do you do you um, reframe it in a different way so that it it you don't use the loving yourself concept as much as just the positive energy concept? 
Yeah, absolutely. In business, um, love is not the most used word. It's <laughs> right. not. So you have to twist it, right? It, it's like yeah. it's like anything else about communication. We need to communicate in a way that the receiver understand it best possible. So we don't need to use words that the receiver go like, that's stopping me from understanding the message. So you have to adapt to the receiver. So in some audience, they're ready to hear the word love. Then we use the word love. Hmm. In some other organizations, they want to hear it in another other way. Then we phrase it in another way. You know, we turn it more towards a okay. positive energy yeah. and understanding positive energy and positive attitude and stuff like that. Most people, they love, they love, or maybe not love, but they like the word respect. So if you respect mm. yourself, you will not allow bad things to happen. If you respect other people, you don't want bad things to happen for them. So the word respect is also a very good way to explain it. Um, it's amazing. Again, both sides that's of a great the equation, way. right? Yeah. yeah. From yes. Karsten. Well, first you have to identify the issue, right? Just like a yes. development project. Of course, thank you for that because I could relate to that very well, right? <laughs> um, so, but you also said that, you know, y- you have to come to a point where if something is not happening or working, then maybe you need to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So then I'm thinking that's it, right? People are not, um, they don't trust themselves to make any decisions, which forces them into that mindset. And then Annie starts talking about, well, you have to learn to love and respect yourself. And I'm saying, no, that's it. <laughs> because people have such a negative attitude and they're ambivalent about, you know, anything good that the combination of the two, I think, just lets that negative energy run free, right? Mm-hmm. It actually promotes it. Yeah. So it's a combination of you need that, that self-respect. And then you need to trust that to be able to make those decisions and shift the energy, right? Exactly. Yes, and some, then to going back to having some tasks that are draining you, you can actually do some practical things about that. Because if the task is really draining you and you're leaving the office um, at the end of the day and you have these tasks, then you will carry them with you home, Right. So what you do is you basically leave them on the desk. You write down whatever you need to do on this task the next day, and then you leave them there. And then when you drive back home in your car, you imagine that you're sending back all the energy that belongs to that task, to that task. So what's happening, it can sound a bit crazy, but what is happening with you, you will see and you will feel it, that you get relief. So and when you get relief, that's because you get rid of some of those concerns and irritation, annoying things that relate to that project. And then when you get in the door, when you come home, it's you coming in. It's not you annoyed, irritated, concerned. It's you coming in the door. And that's when we sort of don't take work with us home and let that impact our home, our family, our friends, etc. We part that. So we let all the trouble stay where it should be. And then when we, we know that coming back next day, we're conscious about this. So we know that coming back next day, we have to take that task again and work with it. And that's fine. As long as it doesn't interfere with our private life negatively. 
But so, so we part the energy that way. Yeah, but the good thing here is that the next day you will you will bring good energy with you because mm. you have been together with, with your family and hopefully it hopefully it has been a good experience for you. So next day you will be balanced when you go back to work, and then you will look at, at your task or the lists um, with new eyes, uh, and it will be a new perspective. So, so it doesn't you know it it will not be a bad energy or a negative experience right from the beginning. It's just like going to work and, and okay, then you will have a look at the list and see that today I'm going to do these things. Uh, should I start with bullet number one or bullet number five? It's your choice. So make your day a little more um, inspiring and funny and use your free will to actually do it your way. So you you can actually use this positive approach to make yeah your work and, and your life much more funny or or balanced. Right, it's the same work. Only now yeah. you can yeah. look at it from the glasses half full, like Karsten mentioned before, yeah. instead of half empty. Right, yeah. and it seems like these tools are somewhat simple, but I always invite yeah. our listeners to try it because it is simple, but on the other hand, it's also very powerful. And it can really make a shift in your work day and in your personal life. Just by doing what you said, just just park what you're doing for the day, you know that it will be there tomorrow, but just park it and move your energy into a different space. Really start working with that energy. No, I, I love all this and I love our conversation. And we're going to go ahead and take our second break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about the tools and um, the difference between tools for men and, and tools for women. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Annie and Karsten Senoff. We'll be right back. Charlie Lavasco and Eva Lewandowski are on a mission to make a difference in your career, your life, and the world. As consultants, coaches, speakers, and trainers, they each bring different skill sets to the table as well as different products and services, all of which are designed to make a difference for you. Are you looking for fame, fortune, and recognition? Need help with speaking up and being heard? Looking for the right tools for the right issue? Look no further. Go to charlieandeva.com. Check us out. Opt in to our newsletter. And let's be teammates. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Lewandowski, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. All right, everyone. Um, welcome back to segment three, and um, we're talking with our very special guests, 
Karsten and Annie Senoff, and we're learning all about the self-defense energy concept. I'm using it on you right now. <laughs> um, and we're learning about various tools we can use, um, and we're going to talk a little bit um, now about that and also if there are any differences between the tools men and women might use, because I know you guys have um, – written books for each, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but going back to Karsten's point earlier is, you know, first we have to understand a little bit about um, what is going on, right? And what I'm learning from you guys is, first off, there's three ways to exchange energy, right? There's a two-way street, a one-way street, and, you know, basically bullying, I kind of look at it as, you know, one way involuntarily. And I think that's the first thing that you have to be aware of, I would would guess, right? Yeah, you're right. There are three ways. The first one is sort of an equal um, exchange and where sort of the energy is good, people are together, and two and two gets becomes five almost, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the one where – Somebody is in trouble, it's a good friend, and you want to help them. So you sort of consciously, this happens most of the time unconsciously, but when you read these books, then suddenly you'll be conscious, where you can consciously share parts of your energy for a period of time, and then you get it back. So you've helped your friend in another way. And then there's the not-so-good situation, which we often experience in business, but also in private life, where somebody's really trying to steal your energy. Mm-hmm. And that can be, for example, when somebody's trying to annoy you. So they come up to you and irritate you, annoy you. And what you'll see is that that person leaves from that conversation stronger and you feel annoyed, irritated a little bit. You don't feel so good as you did before. So that person is actually getting part of your energy. Now, the person doing this, we also call them energy thieves. Because mm-hmm. what they do is they suddenly get more energy than what they're supposed to. And if you give a person more energy than what they're supposed to, they grow and suddenly they feel I'm better than others. So what they do is they think, wow, this is great. So then they start walking around annoying other people so they can get energy from there too. And they go, wow, even more great, I feel. Mm-hmm. And then you get these this type of person in the office that's always making trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of a classic energy thief. Now, this you can see in business, but you also experience it in in private life and in even in um, sports all around. So what can you do? Well, you can use some of these tools, but obviously some of the tools are different for men than they are for women because men and women are different. So we prefer it in different ways. For example, most men prefer to get tools that are very hands-on oriented, right? We would like to know how to how to be successful at work, how to be successful in sport, how to be successful in relationship. Which tool can I use to to um, to protect my things? Or so so we are very hands-on oriented. Where women on the other side, they are more intuitive. Maybe they don't know that they are, but most women, they know how their children feel. They know how their husband feel. They know how their friends feel. 
and also the neighbors. So women, they need more intuitive tools. They need help to, to set boundaries because that is often a problem. So the tools that women they can use, they are more overall spiritual. And uh, women, they don't focus on certain things in the same way as men unless they really want something specific. But most women, they want there to be balance at home and at work, and they like things to be calm and and make that people they feel happy. So it's important for them to have a general um, tools, uh, you know, that you can use in all situations. They don't focus on having a new car or yeah, building the house or fixing the yeah whatever it could be. They are more focused on people feeling good and, and they're being balanced. So that's the reason why the tools are very different. Interesting, right? Yeah. No, it's really interesting. And um and I also like too that you can shift it a little bit because sometimes when a woman is in business, she needs to have a little bit more of that male energy too. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Depending on which business it is, but most of the time that is the case still. Well, and especially so I was in IT for a number of years too, for <laughs> over 30 some years in accounting and IT. So it was very male dominated. And Absolutely. I could shift my energy to, I still was myself Later, I mean, in the beginning, we always tried to be, you know, more like the men. But then Mm. later on, you know, as women's lib kicked in and we started to realize Mm. that what we brought to the table was just as just as good, if not better than what the guys were bringing to the table. But you still, in order to match that energy, sometimes would need to shift. I would need to shift my energy to be more a little bit more aggressive, not so much um, aggressive in terms of bullying, but just a little bit more forthright, I guess would be the right word for it. Um, and there you also have a cultural difference, of course. In some cultures, you have to be more, you can say more, use your elbows a little bit more and, and push your right. own envelope a bit more. And that depends on the, uh, the the culture also in the country. But the case is that you adapt to, to your surroundings. And many women, they do that, even when they are leaders um, and CEOs, uh, they adapt to people around them. They want everybody to feel good. And, and of course, there are women who maybe don't feel that. But uh, most women, they do. And that's the reason why it's important for them to have a balanced tool so that they can actually make things work, both at work and also at home. And, uh, yeah, and then they also think of, of the neighbors at the same time. So they are, are not so specific as, as the men are. So men, they need a tool to actually benefit here and now. And women, they want to balance, surround themselves with good energy or spread good energy to, to the surroundings. And when they do that, it works because you cannot be a bullying person uh, in, in a balanced environment because everybody, yeah, pe- people who are in balance, they don't respond to this bullying behavior. behavior. So, so that's the reason why women, they focus very much on having this very balanced and good, positive, loving atmosphere um, because they know that it's, and this is intuitive, it's a feeling, um, maybe you need to be more emotional to, to, to feel it or sense it. But this is just knowing for most women that they know that everywhere so, you have balance, bullying is not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, this is great, right? <laughs> um, it also comes with enormous responsibility because yeah. from what I'm hearing, um, you know, we learned about, understanding the energy in the room 
and the three different ways to shift it or communicate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we heard the first way, which was the very, well, the, the equal energy. That's, that's mm-hmm. the greatest form, right? Where it's coming in in balance already. Right. Exactly. Um, if it's one way, uh, to the case you referenced earlier of, let's say, a friend in need, you mm-hmm. can share your energy with that person and balance him back up a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then, but the other way mm-hmm. is if the, what I learned here is that if the, the tough guy who's sucking out all of the energy, he may or she may not even realize that because it's like a drug to them and they're just doing it to get high, right? True. Yeah. yeah. They don't know this. Most of them don't know it. If they know it's really... I mean, then it's really ugly, right? Because then it's mm-hmm. with purpose. Most of this is subconscious. They don't know it. They're not conscious about this. That's why we want to teach people about this so that they become conscious about what's going on. Because if everybody become conscious about this, then we won't have these energy thieves walking around. No. Because what's happening is that when an energy thief comes to me and I don't respond in the way that this person gets energy from me, then this person will go like, whoa, whoa. And then they go somewhere else. I've tried this many times and they don't get any energy. So they go to the next one. And it's really interesting to observe. So they go to the next one to see, can I get energy there? Now, if we all know in the team, this is how it works, then this person won't get any energy. So this person will have to change. And suddenly we will change. The whole team will change. Well, and what I love... Yeah, sorry, but then you don't have the situation where people, they feel bad conscience um, uh, or don't like to, to actually uh, make other people leave the room again. Because if people, they want to suck your energy, <laughs> to, to say it that way, then they are not welcome in many places. So mm-hmm. you have to, as the kind person, accept that this person leaves the room for a reason simply because this person cannot get any energy from you. But most people, they don't like that situation. They want to be friends with everybody. But you cannot be friend with an energy thief because this person is not friendly to you. Right. And But in turn, right, what I'm also learning from you guys is, you know, the reason we want a diverse mix of men and women um, in in every project and conference room and so on is because of that balancing, you know, men might be going one way, women kind of pull back with their energy and in the room will create an energy balance and then the results will be better. You Mm -hmm. can achieve more with the balance that might be created with that mix, right? Yeah. True. Well, I I love what you were saying because I, I don't think a lot of people realize this, is that if everyone starts thinking about their own energy and bringing positive energy to the table, that the people that tend to be toxic, they don't know why, but they can't take it in there. They need to leave, right? And so it's almost like if we can balance out the energy in a more positive way, it's not us that has to leave. It's the person that's creating the issue that has to leave. That's true. Exactly. And that is also what is taking place at home. If you have a person, uh, it could be the, the man or the wife, uh, who comes home from work and bring all sorts of bad and negative energies with them, 
then this person is not him or herself. So the partner cannot recognize the person. So that's the reason why it's very important that you leave any, any energy that is not yours behind so that you can come home and be you. So your partner will yeah, meet your energy and not uh, the energy that is a mixture of your energy and everybody else's um, that you have been together. That is, that is some real good advice. It's yeah. great advice. You know, sort yeah. of like that's why you should leave that energy with the project at office, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Or with other, or with other people, it could also be exactly. your colleagues' energy or your yeah, the boss or yeah, yeah, the customers' energy. It can um, be all the way around. Yeah. Um, I, I I love it, right? I'm just thinking about all of the ways now, um, and we're going to take a break in a second, but um, briefly, how quick. Once you study and once we read these books, how quick will I be able to identify the energy in the room so that I can react accordingly? I tell you, when when you start reading the books, you will start thinking about it immediately. Mm. You will start recognizing, going like, oh, that's what happened when I was with Bob. That's what happened when I was Anne. That's what exactly happened in that negotiation meeting. That happened in that sales meeting at the presentation. Yeah. Et cetera. Um, no, this is fantastic. Um, and let me just share the website, um, energyselfdefense.com, energyselfdefense.com. I'm telling you, it's a life changer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we still have one more segment, so please stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Well, I can't believe that we're in our final segment already. Today we're speaking with Annie and Karsten Sunafter, the founders of the Energy Self-Defense Concept. And the website is EnergySelfDefense.com. And the books we are talking about today is Energy Self-Defense for Women. And then there's another book, Energy Self-Defense for Men. Both are great they're an easy read, but they are so powerful. And you can find these on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can also find it on their website. And again, the website is energyselfdefense.com. So in the final segment, I wanted to go through and talk about like some specific tools. And one of the tools that I really liked, and, and we talked a little bit before we came on the air, was the tool around setting boundaries, creating a boundary, and that you can use the color blue. And... I was just mentioning that I have blue highlights in my hair, so <laughs> I think that maybe I was unconsciously setting boundaries using the color blue. Um, let's talk about that a little bit so that people can get a feel for 
what's in the book in terms of the tools, because the tools seem simple, but like I said earlier, they're super powerful. And when we think about setting a boundary, I know so many times that especially at work, that's something we can really use, even at home. Yeah, true. And it's really funny that the blue color, which is the standard corporate color, right? Yeah. The blue is the most corporate color we have, that that's the boundary setting color. <laughs> so you use that energy, the blue energy, um, to actually set boundaries. I find that's really interesting. And also to it's- create distance between people. Um, it's told that the blue color is a little cold. So if you, if you dress up in blue, then people, they might find you fascinating, but they will not get too close. If you're a woman, you will look like a diva who is really, you know, creating distance and don't want the men to get too close. It's okay that they are attracted to you, but <laughs> they should not get too close. And when men, they dress in blue may, instead of black or gray, then it's also because they want to, to tell the people in, yeah, people in, in their surroundings that they, they want to, to have respect from others. Um, that they are in charge of their own energy. So that's going to very- change my, that alone is going to change my life. Okay. Because I'm glad. <laughs> now what we can do, right? If we're not sure, mm-hmm. we can go in with a force field. Yes. Right. Right. And then we could determine if we want to open that up or not. Well, you know, and I think what's interesting, sure. I'm looking at your face right now, is you've got your blue glasses. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, I sold everything through blue, yeah. right? I, so when when we think about Charlie's blue glasses, he's got a blue tint to them. Does that mean that he's sort of putting a boundary? You're putting a boundary around everything then. Mm, Would that be true? It's it's just a it's just a way of observing, um, you know, and, and of course a certain kind of perspective on things. I also noticed the blue glasses in New York when we met, mm-hmm. um, but I think that uh, the blue color doesn't. It's not necessarily a negative or a, a energy that creates distance. It's also a, a very cool color, actually. So it can also show to other people that you have your own. Mind, uh, not mind, but you, you have your own way of doing things. Uh, you, you have your own thoughts and, uh, you can be an, a strong individual. So usually when people, they dress up in blue, they also show other people that they, as I said previously, are in charge of their own energy. So they don't need a whole group to support them. They don't other people to, don't need other people to agree with them. Yeah, it's a whole new perspective. Yeah. On uh, being self-empowered now and being in charge of your own energy and using that, you know, in your day to day. So the, right? so the simple way of using mm-hmm. the blue boundary energy is to imagine that you place a thick white wall, blue wall around you. For example, before going into a meeting or doing a presentation or going out meeting somebody you haven't met before where you might be a little bit uncertain then make that thick blue wall around you and then they will listen more to you and you will get more respect. So just a little extra thing to add to your normal standard skills, right? Yeah. And this is what this is all about, getting more skills, Mm -hmm. more tools that you can use in your business life and in your private life. And then, so there was something in the book, and I'm just wondering if I'm getting this right or wrong. Um, When it comes to putting, so if you put the blue wall up around you, do you then want to be careful about 
how thick you make that wall because then maybe nobody will see you? They will for sure see you if it's a blue wall because it's very Mm. strong. If you want to be invisible, then use a white energy. Surround yourself with light, uh, sorry, white energy, but also light energy. If you surround yourself with a blue energy, then people, they will for sure see you, but they will get a feeling that you don't want to get, uh, too, to close. get too close. So you can also use it even on your dog if you think that it barks too much uh, or uh, if it's not uh, listening to whatever you're saying, then you can use this, uh, this blue um, color and surround yourself with blue color or place it between you and another person or you and the dog or you and the, yeah, the neighbor or your boss or whoever it is, then they can feel that there's a Berlin wall between you that will separate you in some way. And then in turn, are very responsive to this. With the white, you kind of send a message almost of distrust if you want to be invisible. It doesn't really promote that you want to be trusted by others. You know? If you surround yourself with white energy, mm. was that what you said? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't think that you surround yourself with, with the distrustful energy, but you just um, usually the white energy is for you to to, um, to to make you look more honest and uh, oh, and also good. because you want to to clean up the place, but usually you will become a little um, invisible. So you can uh-huh. use the white light to to become invisible. And of course, if people, they prefer um, their surroundings, other people to be very visible so they know what they are up against, then they don't like this white color. But I would say that within the spiritual field, most people, they would love, not just like, love uh, the, the white color because it's it sends out signals um, telling people that uh, this person is very honest and um, yeah, and, and not selfish That's at all. Not, you know, I asked that question for a reason, and you explained it perfectly for me now to understand it because I okay. may have gotten the wrong message, and I know the way you explained it. I'm actually happy about that now, right? I mean, okay. it's a that's a good <laughs> good thing. And, and yeah. it's it's like this, Charlie, that sometimes. Well, we all have off days, right, where we sort of want to be invisible, right? So this is a day where I want to be invisible. I don't want to be strong getting out there, being seen. I want to have a day more off where I'm there, I do my job, but I want to be more invisible type of thing, leave me alone type of thing. Mm -hmm. That's where you use the white surrounding energy light around you because then you'll be more invisible, You'll be left more alone. And maybe, so we need that sometimes. I mean, hopefully not too often, but a few times, then we need that. Then we can use that tool for that too. And then, you know what, if we use it, if we abuse it, we'll know we're out of balance eventually and pull it back on our own as we continue learning. Right. If, yeah. we, if we keep using that that way, then we are definitely out of balance. Yeah, I would say so. But you also use the white color or the white energy, the white light to actually clean the energy around you. So, if other people, they are thinking bad thoughts about you, if they are, are not happy and uh, their thoughts um, or, or um, this unhappy feeling, it involves you in any way, then you can actually dissolve this uh, this bad energy that people, they send in your direction. So maybe other people, they feel bad, but you don't feel bad just because they think of you. Um, in, in a bad way or a negative way. So you can use the white energy to actually clean the place, clean the energy around you, just like when you, yeah, wash the floor or whatever you do, uh, then it would be clean and, um, 
And just because other people, they don't have a good day, doesn't mean that you should also not have a good day. So right. that's uh, that's also a, a very good reason for taking care of your own energy and protect your own energy because we cannot all feel bad uh, because there's a war going on on the other side of, of the earth. We cannot every day sit here, there or sit at home and, and feel bad because then we could never produce anything positive and do good things. No, I love I love this conversation. We could go for another hour easily. Right? Yeah, and. Um, and I love what you were just saying, too, about the white light to, to clean the energy, because sometimes you don't even know if people are sending bad thoughts your way, but you can feel you can feel a little down sometimes and not yeah. even have realized that you've been, you know, the victim of someone having negative negativity Which around we said you recently on Friday. Right. Um, <laughs> I just want to share the energy com. We will be sharing it all week because we need to help. Um, because everybody needs these books. Right. And again, the books are available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble and at the website. So Annie and Karsten, thank you so much. What a great show. We really, really enjoyed speaking with you today. Yep. Oh, thank you welcome. very much. Thank you. We did too. Yep. Take care guys. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thank Thanks. you. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Great show. Great it was guests. great. Yes. Yeah, so again, it's energyselfdefense.com. You can get the books on Amazon and I highly recommend them because they are very small, but they are very powerful. Yep. So thank you everyone. Have a great week. Yep. See you guys. See you.